Welcome to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and welcome to the Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And uh, if there's one thing that we have learned over the past six months or so is that we need to adapt and we need to change because we never know when life is going to throw us a curveball. Um, a lot of people have been using this word pivot, pivot. What does it mean? Pivot what? Um, well, today joining me on the show, we've got Pauline Caballero. She is the author of a like super brand new book, like super brand new, like just days old on the shelves. And it's called Pivot. Hey, Pauline, how are you doing? Really great. Thank you so much for having me today. Oh, actually, my pleasure. I'm really excited to talk to you. Um, it is not every day that I come across a mama who wears as many hats as I do. So let me just start off. I'm, 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 looking at, I'm looking at my list here. And you're a mama of two. You've got two boys, correct? Correct. And, um, and they're, they're 15 and 7. So Noah and Jacob. And um, they're hockey players. So, like, as if children are not enough. But in extracurricular activities like hockey, that's crazy in itself. Um, yes. Just, you're an author. This is your first solo book. You, you did a co-author book uh, previous to this. Um, you also um, are the co-founder of Power Yoga Canada. That's right. You're a holistic nutritionist. Yes, I am. You have your different certifications, like your CanFit Pro and your Supper Yoga. Um, I'm not going to get into it. There's like so many of them. And, um, and you also work. You're an executive. So you have That's a correct. full-time career. It's not just um, like the entrepreneur life. And I'm not going to say just because that life is hectic, right? But I was looking at this and I'm like, She's just about as crazy as I am. <laughs> and I love it. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. Um, but how is, I want to know how COVID life has been treating you because um, you wear so many different hats. And um, I know the word pivot's going to come up in, in this question or answer, I should say. But how has COVID life been, been treating you? How have you been doing? Um, how have you been doing and how have you been doing it all um, and, and trying to adjust to this new life? Yeah, I know. It's been a lot. I mean, quite frankly, it's just been a lot. In addition to all of that, I have um, a husband. I'm married. So you know what that takes. That takes a whole other level. But, so you've got you three know, kids. I've got three children. <laughs> Although he might say that I'm his child and I would give him that. But, you know, nice. for COVID, it's been, um, it's been interesting. And I'll be quite frank, it uh, really opened our eyes. So, you know, in March, when we had to shut down our studios, our physical locations, and we were dealing with what are we going to do? How are we going to pivot? You know, with our, I'll call that our side hustle. And then how are we going to pivot? Because I also, working as an executive, needed to ensure that we were satisfying the needs of all of our hundreds of employees. So there was that piece. But then inside of all of that, my seven-year-old, he, he was, 
experiencing and presenting severe anxiety. And he developed a nervous tick. He actually didn't know what was going on. And so in COVID, my husband and I, we actually had to make a very hard pivot. And we made the pivot to have him stay home. So in the midst of him having a full-time career where he had the choice to go back to, to continue working all through that, um, what was going on, we had to choose what are, what's best for our family. And our son was nervous with my husband going out to work and he needed his, he needed us at home with him. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's like, so for us, for COVID, we had to make some very tough decisions and, we had to make the decisions that were based on what does our family need. I'll say distinct from what it was our bank account need. Yeah, it uh, COVID really threw us a curveball, and uh, it took a lot of of adjusting. And again, a lot of us had to pivot our lives and businesses uh, to adapt and to change because it's not something that we were able just to continue and carry on. As we were, you know, say at the beginning of March, it literally like, well, it felt like it literally happened overnight. Like I remember March 13th, I was out at a party with friends and then 14th, like the very next day I wake up and I'm like, okay, this is it. We're not leaving the house. Yeah. Um, exactly. And it takes a lot and, and pivot. Um, you know, a lot of people have been, I have never heard the word more then during these past six months and in different, in different ways, like pivoting your business, pivoting your personal life, pivoting in relationships, uh, family, all this stuff. And you just mentioned yourself, like right now um, with your husband making the choice to work from home, um, there was like, that's a pivot in business. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You as an executive had to deal with, hundreds of employees and, and figuring out how that was going to work. It's a pivot that business, but then you also did it at home um, with your family. And like you said, you had to look at the, you know, you looked at your, your son and you're like, okay, well, what do we need to do here? And what changes do we need to make? Um, how are we going to do this? What's the best approach for it? And as a mom and, you know, for all the moms listening and the dads listening, like, that's, that's our number one priority are our kids, right? And just making sure that they're happy, healthy, safe. And right now with COVID, um, there was a lot of stress and anxiety that came along with it, you know? Mm-hmm. So you've got this book, Pivot, which was just released on Thursday. Uh, and everyone listening, you can jump online and pick it up on Amazon. Um, but tell us a little bit about the book. I want to hear about the book. Yeah, you know, the book has been a work in progress, really. Um, I started over a decade ago. It's been my personal BHAG, big, hairy, audacious goal to, to do a solo book. And um, and the title was something that we started back in 2017, just based on, quite frankly, I have always had a lot of things going on with work, with my family life, with personal projects and passions. And I always have people saying to me, oh, Pauline, you really need to focus on one thing. You really need to find some balance in your life. (laughs) I laugh because I hear that all the time myself. All the time. Yeah. No, your life will be so much better, Pauline, if you just did it this way. And I'm like, you know what? That actually doesn't work for me. So I've spent my entire 20s, my entire 30s, and finally here in my 40s, I'm like, you know what? I actually just don't believe in balance. I believe in organized chaos. Balance is for yoga postures. 
organized chaos is how I'm going to run my life. And, and that's really how the book sort of came to life. It was, you know, I'll never forget when I had someone designing the cover of my book, she says, oh, can you change the, the tagline? Change isn't coming. It's here. People don't like change. And I said to her, I said, you know what? You're not going to work for me as a designer because that's the no. whole reason why I'm writing the book is to challenge that belief system that we don't like change. And how can we actually be more accustomed to change, understand that it's happening and really be malleable and go with the flow versus resisting and causing that tension, that anxiety, that stress that actually we don't need in our lives. So that's really sort of the idea behind the book is really to provide framework and to look at how can we look at maneuvering, being with change, because you don't have a choice. It's happening over and over yeah. again. Yeah. Right now, prime example, like, you know, it was just like, okay, well, it's here and we are going to have to adjust one way or another. And if you like it or not, like there was no choice in the matter whatsoever. Um, and, and I love that. And I find it interesting that you started this in 2017 and you came up with the title pivot then, um, because I feel that that has been the word of 2020 besides COVID or Corona. <laughs> but I honestly, I was just like, I didn't realize that you had started the book a few years back. I thought that it was like something that, you know, you maybe currently wrote and it was like done quickly um, or it was just named that recently. Um, so in the book, you talk about um, five different strategies, right? I do. Tell us, okay, like tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so it's really based on five different practices. And, um, you know, I'll say back in 2017, when I first came up with the title and the concept and, and started outlining it, um, that's really where um, I had gone through a transition in my life, where I would, had transitioned from a corporate executive traveling all around the world, and then really had to look at how am I going to pivot and shift in my own personal life. So that's the, where the book concept sort of came forward. And so... Okay, so I want to talk about these five different practices to strategize and support through change. So we are going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more. Uh, we've got Pauline from Pivot, author of Pivot, which is in bookstores now. Don't go anywhere. This is The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Now back to The Parenting Show. With Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It's Sunday night. This is the Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I am Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca, and joining me on the show today, we've got Pauline Caballero. She is the author of Pivot, a brand new book um, that we are all going to need to pick up uh, to help us deal with all this change happening from COVID. Uh, because I don't think that uh, we're out of the clear just yet. Um, and before the break, we were talking to Pauline. Pauline, I was, I was asking you about the five different um, strategies you talk about in the book, the five mm -hmm. different practices um, that you, you say, you know, you use to strategize and support change throughout our lives. So what are those five different practices? Yeah, you know, so the five different practices, the first one really is um, perspective. 
looking at things from new eyes. And we saw that here with COVID-19. You know, we had to really shift our perspective. We had to shift the way in which we saw homeschooling. We had to shift the way we saw um, care. How are we going to care for our kids and multitask? We also saw uh, we had to shift our perspective and how we were going to um, have supplies for our family. It was no longer convenient to go out and shop. So really the first practice is looking at, well, what's the perspective? What's the already existing listening that I have for my life? And what do I need to shift? Or where am I very stuck? You know, um, where do I only see things one way? You know, a lot of us, when we're raising our children, we only see the way in which our parents have taught us. But perspective really points to, is there a different way? There's multiple different paths to the same outcome. Are we stuck on always taking the same path? So that's really practice number one. Practice number two is intuition. And intuition Mm -hmm. is really, you know, it's that inner voice. It's listening to the intuition, the, the gentle voices in your heart, the ones that whisper to you and that your brain doesn't necessarily listen. You know, there's many of us, myself included, you know, when we started our business, my heart and my brain sort of worked together to build a business. But if I just listened to my brain, I would never listen to those gentle whispers of my heart that would just say, hey, take the chance, take the leap. You know, when we were um, considering my husband Gerard not going back to work and taking that financial hit, it was our intuition that was like, "Mm, there's something not quite right here with Jacob. And, you know, maybe he would be better suited to spend the summer with his dad. And quite frankly, you know, I'm glad we listened to that intuition. But if we were thinking with only our brains and how are we going to save and college funds, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, we would have never made that decision. Um, the third practice is vision. And vision is not just seeing what's right in front of you, but really creating a vision for you in your life and creating the vision in even that situation. So the vision in my husband making the call to trust his gut to stay home with my son, the vision was creating a relationship that would be um, a strong foundation forever, not just for today. But I mean, and we saw that vision happen even with um, the relationship that he built with our 15-year-old son. Going into COVID, we had a very, um, we had a typical teenager parent relationship. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was a jerk. We hated him. It was just like that. (laughs) So true. I see with my sisters and my nieces and nephews. Yeah. Right. Well, coming out of COVID, we have a completely transformed relationship. And that was really part of our vision. Our vision was to create a relationship with our son where all of a sudden he wants to prep dinner with his mom and dad. He wants to go for a run with his mom. You know, my son and I created habits. um, And that's really just part of the, the third practice of creating the vision. And so, you know, we're leaving COVID and my son's now back at school full time. And and, I mean, I have to tell you, I miss him. I miss my lunchtime runs with him. I, you know, I miss him popping into my Zoom meetings. You know, I I miss like having to tell him to be quiet. I like, I miss that. Yeah. But it's a beautiful place to be. The the next practice is really looking at, you know, um, obstacles. So the O stands for obstacles. And in creating that vision, there was obstacles. So if we had the vision that my husband wanted to have, you know, the best summer of his life with his kids. And I, I just want to say that I understand COVID is very different for many people. Like not, yeah. not everyone had this opportunity that my family was afforded, but we saw it and we 
we grabbed onto it. And, you know, there was going to be obstacles in creating that vision, like the obstacles of, okay, yeah, we are going to be set back financially. And, you know, things are going to have to change. We're going to have to create the planning. But, you know, that fourth practice is really about looking at, like, getting real with yourself and, and understanding the obstacles, not just hiding them into the corner. Like, oh, you know what? I'm going to put my mortgage on hold and I'm just going to deal with it afterwards. No, going into something with a really clear mindset, with, with clear vision, with clear eyes, and being honest with you and all of your key stakeholders around you. You know, and key stakeholders, I use a business term, but it's really just your family members. Yeah, family, you're your support team. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. Yeah. And, and what's, and what's the life. last, what would, what's the last one? What's the last practice? Well, the last one for my type A's out there, it's tactics. Very tactical. What are the concrete actions that you're going to take? So for us to fulfill on the vision with our son, the concrete actions that we had to take every day was like, yeah, I had to go for a run with Noah because that's what he wanted to do. Like his goal was to have a six pack, go figure this kid. And <laughs> 15 you know, year old, 15 year old. Yeah. But it was, yeah. it's, the last one really is tactics, like creating the real game plan and then working your plan. There's something different from writing your to-do list or your game plan and your, your map, but then you don't follow it. And one of the things that I talk about in the book is you get instructions and you get your life. Yeah. And it's just such an important concept. Like we say we want something, but then we're unwilling to follow the coach, follow the instructions and do what you're told to do. I know it is so simple. Um, when you think about it like that, like, it's just like, you know, whether it's like, I want to get healthy. Um, I want to lose the COVID-19 that I put on and it's just like someone's telling you, you've got your, your nutritionist or you've got, you know, your trainer at the gym and they're like, okay, well, this is what we're going to have to do. But it's like, but I don't want to put in the work and the effort, but I want the results. It doesn't mm -hmm. work like that. You know, we need to, you need to work at it. And pivot is, is the book mainly focused on business? Because I find that these five different practices can be utilized in all different aspects of our life. Um, like I had mentioned, um, I find that everyone's pivoting um, in business, um, personally, in home life, with their families, in relationships. So um, the book, is it, is it focused mainly on, on one thing or how does it work? Yeah, it's so interesting. It's, um, people ask me that question a lot, and it's actually more um, focused on the individual, so the ontology of it, the study of being, um, and with, with clear practices that you can do. Because for me, I'll say this, um, I cannot segregate out my work and my personal life. It's just virtually impossible. I don't live in that silo. It doesn't work for me. Those people that work with me, you already know my family, you know my life, you know who I am as an individual. Who I am at work is who I am at home. It's who I am on my yoga mat. For me, all the worlds collide. And so that book is written from that place. We need to stop nice. trying to segregate things out. People are people are people. And who you are at work, you should have the permission to be that same person at home and vice versa. And I totally agree. And I think that it has to do a lot with... Um, being true to yourself and being authentic. Mm. Um, I get it a lot myself. It's, it's one of the, the common things that people say to me when they meet me, they're like, Oh my God, you're exactly the same way as you are on your Instagram stories. Um, and, or the way I hear you on the radio. And I'm like, 
well, why wouldn't I be? Should I sound one way on the radio? Should I act totally differently on social media and then be a totally different person when I'm out grocery shopping and, you know, you may come up to me and be like, oh, hey, it's nice to meet you. No, I think that, like you said, all the worlds collide and um, it wouldn't make any sense for us to be different people or act differently depending on our environment or who we're surrounded with at the time, right? Totally. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's major um, changes that we're going through right now with COVID. How have you been doing with um, you know, you finished writing the book. When did you finish writing it? I should say, I should so ask. I actually, I pulled it across the finish line in March. So once we went into lockdown, I utilized the extra time where I was no longer traveling, no longer commuting and, uh, shut the door and hustled. In fact, my seven-year-old was the one that would motivate and he'd be like, Oh, come on, mom, you only wrote 10 pages. You need to do better. <laughs> so that's when I actually finished it. So you finished it during COVID. I did. Did you go back and actually change anything that you first wrote? I actually did. I edited a lot because, um, as you stated, March 13th changed our life. And I wanted to talk about how I used the practices and I wanted to make it very relevant <clears throat> to what the world went through, which was a complete shutdown. And so I edited the majority of the book, actually, and pushed back the launch um, because I wanted to make sure it was really important to me that all of that was included. Because I have to tell you, I have never worked harder in my entire life. Between March yeah. and July, I don't even remember what happened. My girlfriends would be like, oh, have you seen this series on Netflix? It's like, I'm a hard no. <laughs> You're like, I am knees deep, knees. I am neck deep into this book um, and getting it ready. So when was it supposed to launch? It was supposed to launch in August and it was supposed to be ready um, in March and it was delayed. So my editor was really great and working with me and, and just really supporting me. And, and um, yeah, and we missed a couple of deadlines, you know, in getting the book out, um, a, a different, a certain way. But um, I think for the most part, my, my biggest commitment is empowering communities into action. And so I wouldn't be doing that if I had rushed through it and didn't, and didn't write about the fundamental shift that happened for me in my life. And, you know, I thought back in 2017, when I pivoted from working for an international company to coming back home and spending more time with my family um, was a profound shift but I didn't even know what was possible. And I talk about the realm of possibilities in the book, but I didn't even know what was possible and what could happen if I actually went from not traveling anywhere to spending all of my time with my family and how much I could possibly fall in love with the act of, you know, being mama first and then having work like second. So it's really interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, Colleen, we're, so we talk about pivot, we talk about, um, you know, business, we, you've mentioned family, you've mentioned the different changes. I actually have to correct myself because earlier in the show, I'd, I had said your husband worked from home, but he actually took six months off of work completely, right? To stay home with your son? He did. He's a plumber and he stayed home. Yeah. So that's like a major hit 
financially um, and a major decision you guys had to make as a family, but um, I assume, well, worth it. You know what I mean? Because the the time that he was able to spend with your boys um, is time that you'll never get back. And as parents, we know that you can't put a price tag on that. No, you cannot well put worth a it. price tag on that. Um, we're going to take a quick break. We're talking with Pauline Caballero, author of Pivot, co-founder of Power Yoga Canada, and uh, and we've got more. So don't go anywhere. This is the Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Listening to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Parenting Show. I am Pina Crispo, ChicMama.ca, and we're talking all about pivoting today. Um, we actually have the author of the brand new book called Pivot on the show. Joining me is Pauline Caballero. She's also a mama of two, wife, executive, and co-founder of Power Yoga Canada. And um, and her new book just hit the shelves this past Thursday. Congratulations, Pauline. I didn't say it earlier. Congratulations. That is a huge deal. I know that uh, you have co-written a book uh, prior to this one, but this, this book is solo. That's a big, big deal. Yeah, it's a, it's a big deal. And, um, and it, it really feels me quite exposed and quite vulnerable because I write a lot about sort of my personal um, journey and just personal situations that have happened in my life. So yeah, it, um, it definitely took something to bring that forth and to birth that book. Yeah. It doesn't, it feel like I, um, I just released a book that I co-wrote, um, like just almost two weeks ago now. And doesn't it feel like a, like pregnancy, <laughs> you know, basically going through the stages of pregnancy and then giving birth? Like, yeah, I feel that it's like a baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, you did this, you did, um, you've been writing this since 2017, but the majority, would you say that it's fair to say that you did during COVID? Yeah, it's so funny, you know, I, it is. And I did it mostly in my bedroom. So my, my seven-year-old, I actually had him at home and in the, we're, we're still in the same house. And so he said to me the other day, he's like, mom, isn't it so funny? You, you birthed two things on this bed. And I was kind of like, what do you mean, buddy? <laughs> he's like, well, me and your book. I was like, oh, that's such a great analogy, actually. Very cute. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. And, you know, it's this COVID life is something that we can't. It's crazy. I think I talk about it on the show every single week because everyone has been affected by it. It's not people here in Toronto. It's not people in Ontario, in Canada, in North America. It is a worldwide pandemic that we are dealing with. And everyone has been affected in one way or another. We know people who have been, uh, who've had COVID. Um, and we might even know people who have passed away from it. Um, but we're also affected in the sense that, you know, as parents, it meant homeschooling our kids. So we had to like pivot big time there. Um, as an entrepreneur myself, someone who teaches part-time at Humber College, I've got my Chic Mama brand. I do the radio show. I host and produce this show myself. Um, you know, I'm a voice actor and a voice coach. 
it was like being able to do all of that, but also have to teach my three kids in three different grades, homeschooling them. It was a major pivot, you know, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. business life, uh, family life, relationship with the kids, because I, I like to joke and I say that I had a house full of dropouts. <laughs> listen to me they did not want to do anything um and it was really really difficult even their extracurricular activities like the girls do part-time comp uh dance and um that all moved to online so mm-hmm. it was like some major changes major adjustments um but one thing that i think a lot of people missed the boat on because they were so focused on, you know, how am I going to work from home, like work-wise? Or how am I going, if you're a parent, how am I going to deal with work and deal with homeschooling and be there for my kids because people are stressed, there's anxiety, um, people were suffering, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And I feel that a lot of people miss the boat on one really super big and important thing, being self. Mm Mm-hmm. For yourself, sure. you know, and Pauline, I want to talk to you about that because you, um, being in yoga, um, your, the, your business, Power Yoga Canada has been around for over a decade, correct? Correct. With like locations all over the place. And, um, you've been practicing yoga for much longer than that. Did you say over 20 years? Yeah, over 20 years. Yoga is a very spiritual thing. Yoga is something that people do to take time for themselves. So how did you deal with that? Because now you're at home, you're writing this book, you still have your executive job, you've got your two boys, you've got your husband. How did you manage to make yourself a priority and pivot your life in that way? Yeah, you know, it's a, that's a really great question. It's, um, I made a, a pact with myself. Um, back in 2017, actually. And I, I was not coping with my life. It was, there was too much going on. And I didn't, I felt like I just completely lost control. And I, I talk about it on the book. I mean, I literally found myself on the bathroom floor. And, and I'm, I'm not saying I'll never find myself there again, but I'm sure I will. In fact, I, I, I'm never, one of the things I'm learning from COVID is never to say never. But um, I made a promise to myself and a commitment to myself that every morning I will wake up and I will wake up early. And I will take an hour and I will create a habit that works for me. And that will be my non-negotiable with anyone. And I'm going to do it before my kids wake up, before my husband wakes up, before my email starts exploding, before the phone starts ringing, before breakfasts have to be made, before logistics have to be arranged, before I have to get creative as to whether I'm going to hire a swim instructor to come to the house. But I made that path to create that regular routine and that regular habit. And so every single morning, I either do some type of form of exercise. I do some, to for, some type of form of meditation and sometimes it's prayer. Sometimes it's just on my knees and praying and, and really a form of gratitude. I mean, and coupled around that is, you know, the importance for me to start my day off with a glass of water with a little bit of lemon. And I know everyone has their own rituals, but for me, it's a habit that I do seven times a week, every single day. I have that hour carved out and yes, I have to wake up early, but 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. is my favorite time of the day because I have that opportunity where I can just take care of me because I can't take care of anyone else until I take care of myself. 
I'm really glad you said that, uh, Pauline, because it's something that I, I truly and strongly believe in. I believe that as parents, we need to be in a really good place and we need to take care of ourselves because if we don't take care of ourselves and we're not in a good place uh, emotionally and mentally, how can we really be there for our kids at that same capacity? You know, it's like they say um, when you're on the plane. You put the mask on yourself first, and then you put it on your kid, right? Um, so I'm really happy that that you said that. Now, I know you said you adapted this, and you made this promise to yourself back in 2017, but has that changed in any way during COVID? Not for one moment, not for one day. And it was hurried on with your one hour, and and you just, you're it was like, challenging. Oh, it's my time. And I adapted and it didn't look like me going to the gym. It it didn't look like me going to a yoga class. It looked like me doing something active in my home, going for an early morning run, adapting podcasts. Like I had to change the way I did it, but I stayed true and honored myself. We are talking with Pauline Caballero, author of a brand new book, Pivot, uh, which just hit stores this past Thursday. We've got more, so don't go anywhere because this is a parenting show right here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Now, back to the parenting show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. This is the Parenting Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I am your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And uh, we're talking with Pauline Caballero. She is a mama. She's an executive. She's a wife. She is the author of Pivot. And she's also the co-founder of Power Yoga Canada. Pauline, we've been talking about so many things on the show today and different ways to pivot um, during this pandemic and even outside of the pandemic prior to COVID days, you know, because things are constantly changing and evolving around us. And what we have to do is adapt to that change. And we need to make changes in our own lives in order to adapt. Um, And that's pivoting. And we've been Mm -hmm. hearing that word like crazy um, the past six months. I'm telling you, if if they do like the trendiest word of 2020, aside from like COVID or Corona, I think pivot is up there in the top three for sure. Um, (laughs) But we we spoke um, in the last, just before the last break, we were talking about pivoting when it comes to yourself. And taking time for yourself, you know, um, it was, it, I, I find that a lot of things like the business sense, if you were working for someone, those changes, those adjustments were kind of made for you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of, that was kind of easy. I feel that if you're a business owner, um, you had to change and adjust because you're probably closed. Well, what can I do? Do I offer some services online? Don't I? Should I? You know, how do I deal with all of this stuff? Um, And then the home life and the relationships that we're in, everything took a hit and changes uh, were happening. Um, But we spoke about self. Mm -hmm. And you had mentioned that, you know, you always take that one hour in the morning before everyone else wakes up in the house. 
before the emails come through, before the phone starts ringing, um, to just take that time to work on yourself so you are in a good place, so you can be in a good place for other people. Um, but you do you do yoga, and you've been doing yoga for a very long time. Yoga is a very spiritual thing. Um, I myself am I'm not a huge yoga person, but on the spiritual side, I'm big on Reiki, and mm-hmm. um, and and I like to think that I I'm pretty spiritual, you know. So I know that you are too, and I want to hear from you on that side of things. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting, you know, the I talked about it a little bit earlier about how we wouldn't have done our business if we only thought with our business brain and we didn't actually think with our hearts. And, you know, the whole the, the practices of, of pivot here is is all about like the the act of possibility. And in order to be in that act of possibility, you know, you really have to be willing to to accept that there is a large piece of the unknown. And that there's a certain level of observation and and really just being, being willing to just be in the situation different than understanding it, manipulating it, finding a different way, but just really knowing that what is possible when you just connect from a from a soulful perspective, what's possible when when you simply just listen and you simply just be and, and listening doesn't look like formulating the the, the response in your head, you know, and that's part of the reason why I just love the practice of having a regular ritual in the morning is because for me, that's my spiritual opportunity where I can just connect in, you know, with a higher being with an understanding of, okay, well, well, what is it that you have planned for me today? You know, and, and yeah. whether it is, whatever it is that you believe in, and, and even this the simple act of grounding, being grounded to the, to the earth, you know, that's part of the reason why I love the opportunity with COVID. I mean, I never met so many dogs in my neighborhood. Everyone was out walking <laughs> all of the time. But it was that grounding, that connection of getting outdoors, being outside, whether it was cold or not, because it was cold here in Toronto area up until May. But oh, yeah. um, really getting connected to nature, getting connected to a higher source and allowing yourself to think not just only with our heads, but with, with more importantly, with our hearts. And yeah. um, I know that sounds cliche, but it's um it's been something that distinguished I'll say myself as leader is the the type of leadership that I want to have from my my team is I I want to be a leader who is caring and who is empathetic and who understands that you know the almighty dollar is not the thing that drives us yeah it's um it's something that I think the world could use a lot more of right now you well, know, we're seeing I think, it. We want it. Like, yeah, we need to think a lot it. more. We need to use our hearts a little bit more. And we, you mentioned, I believe it was the third practice, um, intuition. The third practice in the book, that being intuition. And, you know, just listening, taking the time to listen to our gut and that little voice and to feel to stop and feel the energy um, and just assess instead of always thinking, hey, listen, it's good to think with your brain. We need to think with our brain. But I think there needs to be like a nice little balance between the two. 
So I'm really happy that you said that. Um, Pauline, if people want to find you on social, where, where can they find you? They can find me at Pauline Caballero on Instagram, um, my name and under LinkedIn. And then, um, yeah, I'm, I'm also on Facebook. Nice. Um, and the book is available everywhere, correct? Correct. Amazon, Indigo, everywhere. <laughs> You're going to want to go pick it up. Um, it's all about supporting one another, and uh, this is your way that you can support this amazing multitasking mama. Thank you so much, Pauline. It was a pleasure having you join me on the show today, and uh, I'm going to be definitely um, going through those five different practices and seeing how I can um, implement them into my everyday life because I think that they're, they're little simple things but they are things that are going to help make a difference and move the needle in the right direction, especially right now during COVID. So thank you so much for joining us, uh, Pauline. It was an absolute pleasure. And thank you uh, for, for having me. You, thank you. Thank you. For those of you that maybe joined in a bit late and want to listen back, you can do so on our podcast or just jump online on Apple or anywhere podcasts are found. And, uh, and you can always listen back to this whole show. But that is it for us. We will catch you next week, Sunday, 8 o'clock. This is The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. And I'm Tina Crispo of Sheets on the Dossier. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.